Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Strategy Game Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Shippey, and today we're continuing our Seen, Known, and Heard series. You all know by now that uh, we are writing a book about this very thing, and we're sharing parts of it here in this podcast because I think the power of the written word is really great, but I also think that there are nuances and tone of voice and all these things that can be um, discussed and uh, talked out uh, via the podcast. And so I'm really grateful to share that opportunity with you. We've had so many thought leaders that have contributed to uh, this book and sharing their important work and some of the episodes include those interviews. So if you haven't had a chance to watch those yet, I would encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes. But today we are talking about just the current climate and what we've experienced the past few years. We all know, uh, this is no secret, that the tension is really thick from the previous season uh, of what we've been through. We've been through lots of division, and um, in a recent poll, 86% of Americans say that they feel exhausted by the division in America. I know I have felt extremely exhausted, weighed down, uh, grieved by the division. Anybody else? I mean, I'm sure I'm not alone in that fact. Um, and not quite knowing what to do with it or where to go with it, I think has been a theme and whether we're recognizing that uh, consciously, or if it's living in our subconscious, but it's impacting us, um, it could be draining us of energy that we could be using for other things, like the impact that uh, I believe that each one of us is meant to to create and whatever that looks like for, for us all, walking or running in our, our own lanes, right? So um, I think that it's really put like a, almost like a blanket of tension in our world. And so we're really living in a time where it's been particularly hard to see, know, and hear each other because really we've stopped speaking to each other a lot, or we've stopped speaking to each other uh, in ways that are more meaningful. We're afraid to go to deeper levels uh, in conversation because it might unearth something difficult to speak to, whether we have different beliefs or uh, it's a political stance or matter. So we keep it to the surface conversation. And essentially, we've just kind of given up. I think a lot of us are just kind of surrendered. And there's this, there's this level of disconnect that silently exists within our relationship. So the upside of that is that we figured out a way in some cases to maintain our relationships with boundaries. But the downside is that we might be allowing blind spots to exist because we're keeping our silence. And in those close relationships, what does that silence represent? I think we've really allowed too much to slip under the rug because of fear, weariness, trauma, woundedness. And I'm wondering if it's time that we re-examined that. If we uh, took, a, took a look at our relationships and thought through what are we keeping uh, silent on? And in some, some cases, the silence is for a good reason, right? To protect the relationship. But I wonder if there are ways that we could more meaningfully see, know, and hear each other and engage in deeper conversation again, if we could, um, in a healthy way, open the door so that we could have 
a level, a deeper level of connectedness. Um, and so how do we do that if we have encountered so much difficult conflict? I think that is always the question. Um, the attack on our relationships, I believe, has been real and one of the greatest threats of our time. Because if we we no longer have those conversations or safe spaces where we can just kind of work out life, like we can work out difficult things that we're struggling with. We can talk about different world issues or beliefs that we have that we're we're trying to muddle through, so to speak, and we're all really trying to just muddle through things, um, you know, then I think we can stay in our silos. We can stay uh, separated and apart and the opportunity for growth then does not exist. So I also think that, you know, and, and a lot of us know this, that just the news feeds and the very short tweets that we can read or the short blips of information um, can just cause us to support whatever our own beliefs are, but not really build and critically think or examine or, or just have conversation around uh, those things. And so a lot of the work that we've done in this book about seeing, knowing, and hearing um, it's just creating spaces for us to be able to do that um, and not come at it from a place of being um, argumentative, but just more from seeing and hearing and knowing someone right where they are at any moment. Uh, it, there's a real release that happens with that. There's a lot of weight that comes off of us. Um, and so I think that we could literally just uh, be able to listen to somebody and see them right where they are. Um, and, and for some of you, you might be thinking that's, that's nuts. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want anything to do with that. Um, but I think that we are individual humans. There's not another exactly like us. We're all wired differently. Um, and, and we have been able to agree on things like the golden rule, right? So like treat others like you want to be treated because it's kind and it's loving. And even if we can only see ourselves in there, we don't want to be treated badly, right? And now we're being stretched. We're entering into a time where all we've known, all we've you know thought we've believed is maybe being questioned or it's confusing or we're not sure what to do with it, Right. Uh, and so we carry this constant debate around in the back of our minds, uh, and it just serves as background noise. And we may not even realize it, but we all have this background noise to a certain degree. If we're clinging to one side or the other strongly or one belief or another belief, right? Uh, if we are fighting, uh, we have angry thoughts towards somebody else who's on the other side, whatever it looks like, right? Um, and I think the subtle judgment that has, has entered in, the sideways looks, the raising the eyebrows, the indirect comments um, hurt. And whether we've been an offender or we've been offended, and I can say I've definitely probably done both for sure, um, I think what we can always come back to is that we are all people and we still have feelings. And a lot of us are really trying to do the very best we can each day to make the best decisions for ourselves, our families, each other. Um, and as a society, I believe if we started seeing and knowing and hearing each other instead of 
slinging blame or judgments or angry comments across the internet, right? Um, how would things look different? Uh, we can stick to our posts and we can let dogmaticism lead, uh, but we'll be on an island with those that think exactly like we do. And I don't believe that we were created for that. I don't think that it does us any good at all. Um, I think that in the long term, it creates closed mindedness, lack of resourcefulness and creativity. So this doesn't mean that we have to change our beliefs about things. Uh, I think there's a big difference between having personal views and seeing someone else for who they are and allowing them to be right where they are on their journey. Um, and so I think that, you know, we're in a place where we've just lost uh, a lot of who we were able to talk to, our, our sounding boards or our ability to be able to work things out. And so the greatest takeaway from this episode today, as we just talk about um, the current climate and the tension that might be remaining that is thick from the previous season and carried into this season, whatever season we're in now, is just really to think about your relationships. Take a minute to think about who is in your life uh, it might be a family member or members. It might be friends. Um, it might be people that you work with. If you are a leader of an organization, it might be the culture uh, that you've experienced uh, in your teams. And how can you start to recognize the conscious background noise that you have um, any kind of maybe judgments or assumptions or, um, you know, comments that are not coming from a place of just surrender and letting people be where they are. And I think that um, recognizing that is really just step one. And then step two is what am I going to do about it? How am I going to see, know, and hear people? How am I going to lead first? Um, because all of us are leaders, every single one of us, whatever your position is, whether you are at home uh, and you don't work, or whether you're the CEO of a corporation, you're a leader because you have friends, you have people around you, and you can set an example and you can create impact uh, through your words, through your actions, through your tone of voice, through your eye contact, through your remembrance of people's names every day. Um, so each one of us has that capacity and each one of us has the ability to be able to change the current climate. And so it really does start with each one of us. And so uh, the charge really here is just to examine the tension that you've experienced in your own life in the past few years, recognize it, let yourself be in that space, like let yourself sit in that. Um, and then from there, I think solutions emerge and um, some light bulb moments are uncovered usually as we're thinking and reflecting back on certain relationships we've experienced that have been hard. And um, how can you take one step toward somebody today that has been difficult? And it doesn't mean that you have to change your beliefs or not have boundaries, um, but you can allow them to be who they are, where they are, because we don't have control over that anyway. So when we realize that it's super freeing. So thanks for listening in. This is a part of the book. If you want more, you can always check out the show notes to be able to subscribe and follow us along on the journey. And we'll talk to you soon.